I've never seen anything like that. In your life have you seen anything like that? Actually, I'll admit, I'm like really like worn out right now. Uh, yeah, I had an espresso before before the call. So you're you're jacked up. You're ready to go. No, I'm just like I'm just now like I had I was like really worn down. Now I'm just up to almost regular level. <laughs> <laughs> will it will it exceed regular level? Or are we just gonna expect a nice little like twenty minutes of of good Tim and then just like a complete crash? Yeah, there's gonna be a complete crash. I'm just gonna start drooling drooling on myself <laughs> and just kind of like slump over. <laughs> oh my gosh! We better get you in before that happens. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm, I actually went out and played today. Oh, you did? Where'd you play? Um, Hanging Rock or? No, this place called, it's Badatat, um Golf and Swim Club. Um, it's about like. Did you swim afterwards? I should have. <laughs> but it's about 30 minutes away from here. But I went there and I did the driving range. And you know what? Like the driving range was like one of my best sessions ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I putted, practiced putted for a little while. And then when I um when I finished that, I noticed like it was getting pretty quiet there. So I was like, I just went in there. I'm like, hey man, you mind if I uh, grab like quick nine holes? And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I I jumped on that and mm-hmm. proceeded to go downhill. There. <laughs> um, I want to welcome everybody to episode two of the Poor Golfers Podcast. It's where we're, we're poorly prepared this time, but I hope you you uh, join. <laughs> Keep up really energized. Poor, <laughs> that's the theme. It's gonna be we're we're poor something every week. Like yeah, this, I'm, yeah I'm good. I think, I'm always good for at least being poor for for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think poorly energized is a good yeah. good good description. But yeah, I'm just, I don't know what happened. Like, what do you think it is that like when you have such a good range session? it turns to complete shit when you go on the course and vice versa. Like I could have like the worst range session ever. Yeah. And then you get on the course and it's different. I don't, I don't understand. It's like, I felt, I felt so great. Like hitting the ball, like it was just making perfect contact and everything. And then when I got, you know, started playing the nine holes, like I couldn't do anything off the team. Drivers were hooking left and right. Um, Mm -hmm. I ended up trying to hit the three wood off the tee and, you know, I had mixed results. It's when you knew you've given it's when you knew you've given up on life. You I, don't even reach for the driver on a drive on like a hole you should be in the driver and you're just like, Oh, there's three wood. That's it. That's like ultimate golf on way. Dude, it was so awful. Like yeah. it was like I think it went for like hundred and fifty yards and then just like, <laughs> like it's fucking sad. It is like <laughs> into the you woods. Three like wood. You've already you've already clubbed down to a three wood and then you just hit, limp it along hundred and fifty yards. Pretty well, no. The the driver was going about 150, and then it hooked. Oh. It did its hook. Um, Left turn in Albuquerque. Yeah, pretty much into the <laughs> into the woods, to grandmother's house, and never to be found again. Mm-hmm. But I think that was my biggest struggle off of that, and it's like you know, just I think it's morally the you know just demoralizing when you hit a tee shot that bad, it's like, oh my gosh, I got such an uphill battle to go now. Yeah, you're, pre- you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> how many, like, how many, how many drives do you see me, like, duck hook to the left? 
Yeah, it looks, like, it looks like a boomerang. It looks like it might actually it might actually come back to me because <laughs> well, one of the days it's actually going to happen. Well, the fight time is like I was hooking it so or slicing it so bad that I was like, you know, like fucking, I'm just I'm going to play to slice. So <laughs> I like I really leaned leaned over, you know, aimed a one way, mm-hmm. and I hit it good, but then it clipped a tree branch <laughs> like thirty yards outside the tee box. So. It was, mm-hmm. Oh, no. just... when I'm like snap hooking it off the tee, there's like no amount of, of compensation that can account for it. Cause like I, I have to like point almost directly to the right to get it anywhere close to the, to, cause it hooks so bad. Like it's got like such like a, a right angle hook on it. Like you, you can't, you can't play for it. It's, it's just never going to end up in the fairway. Yours is vicious. I mean, mine's just a gradual, yeah. like, see you buddy. You're, <laughs> you're just like a freaking like, you know, fishtails into it. <laughs> I can hear like I can hear like whiffling through the air, even like a hundred yards away, like <laughs> the, the spin rate on it. Yeah, it's... professional pitchers wish they had that kind of spin rate on a ball. <laughs> oh man, but uh, the putter was all right today. And, That's good. And I had yeah, putter's always good. I had a couple okay chips, but then I had a par three where I was chipping all over the place. But it was one of the you know, it's the first time I played this course, and it was this course is like elevation changes all over the place. Like, That's what I like down. I like down by your way. Yeah, well, you would love this course. Like, literally, just the the one par five, the whole like fairway is like sloped. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're you're either hitting because yeah, you can get like the tee ball swing in. Pretty much. Yeah, it's like you're. No. I never had a good range session to answer your original question. I don't know what it's like to have a good range session. Well, I, mean, I can never take it seriously. Like I know, like when you go to a range session, you're supposed to like. My buddy John's like, you do this, this, and you pay attention to that. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. I go to a range session. I just like swing away. Like, I I just can't like get into it. Like the way when I when I step onto a golf course, like I'm like I get into it because it's interesting. But like when I'm on the range, I'll just like swing the club a hundred times, and then I don't I mean, think I learned anything. I mean, my only thing with the range is mostly is I, I try to just get like a solid feel through repetition. I'm not like, I'm not like doing what you do with top golf where you're like aiming for targets or something. You're shooting angry birds, actually. Pretty much. <laughs> no, that's the game. There's angry birds there. You can, uh, you can play oh, angry really? birds. And, yeah. So now like when I'm on the golf course, I pretend I'm playing angry birds. <laughs> Dude, I got to do top it golf. Good. I have to do yeah, top golf, man. It's it's a lot. Of, I mean, it's not like golf at all, but it's like it's a lot of fun. It's, yeah. And you drink, and there's lots of drinks. Someone's bringing you drinks, so. Yeah, but I'm three hours away from the nearest one. I mean, I can't help a I can't help a Roanoke is. <laughs> it's rough, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I did discover one thing though, and um, I'll, I'll I'll bring that back when we talk about our when we get into our our topic of discussion today. Um, first, I want to just say, blah, let me get you said low energy, but we're, um, yeah, walking. I could see you powering down <laughs> like the yellow light came on for a second. You're like, blah, blah, blah. oh, I'm back, <laughs> dude. It's like, you remember, did you ever see 2001? Yeah, of course, Daisy, the, Daisy, yeah, the part, where, like, <laughs> the part where, where David Bowman's like powering Hal down, 
Yeah. It's like, that's what I feel like. Someone's pulling your, your memory yeah. crystals out. <laughs> I don't think you should do that. Do that. <laughs> uh, maybe mentally that's what's going on right now. Um, Just a, a quick, 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 quick recap. I want to give uh, congratulations to uh, Matt Jones for winning the Honda Classic. And not only does he get a nice little million dollar plus paycheck, but apparently he gets a ticket to the Masters for the first huh. time in like four years. At least that's what I'm seeing. So, um, you know, that's that's what I had. That I'm gonna be like, uh, you know, Forrest Gump. That's all I got to say about. That's that. all I got to say about that. <laughs> um, I did enjoy watching the Phil highlights, that. though. Like he. That's all I saw of the tournament with the Phil highlights. Dude, he he didn't contend, but he certainly had. He entertained. He was very Phil esque <laughs> in this tournament. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was the that with that one hole where he he basically he had two, two drops essentially, two free drops on, on a single hole, which I you know that gets back to our whole conversation about me not actually understanding the rules of golf. Like I thought I I thought you weren't allowed to move the ball around, but. That's not really true. But what really like shocked me about the second drop when he was behind the green is that he got a ruling for a line of sight, like like he didn't have line of sight to the hole, so like he got a he got a, a relief for that. And he was discussing with the rules judge, and I'm like thinking to myself, like isn't that like Phil's whole career? Like half his career, he hasn't had a line of sight to the hole. Yeah. That's like what he's made famous for. So isn't it like kind of like a tough argument? Like when you go to the 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 uh, rules official and be like, I don't have a line of sight to the hole, but you know. My entire career has been built on hitting shots where I don't have a lot of sight to the hole. Was that because so, the TV tower was in the way or something? Well, he asked. He asked a question. He's like, "Is it? The, is it?" He's like, "I don't have a lot of sight because the TV tower." But what about this little, the skinny little pole too? Yeah. It's like a pole that's like like six inches wide, uh, 100 feet away or whatever it was, 70 feet away. I'm like, I do not think that's probably going to obstruct you. It would obstruct <laughs> me. Like, I, if I had a single skinny pole in the middle of like a wide fairway, I would hit the skin the skinny pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like from 200 yards away, I hit it, and it's like just don't hit that skinny pole. It's like thinking, it's like don't think about elephants. So for me, like of course, the first thing I'm gonna do is hit that skinny pole, no matter what, and it'll probably go into water afterwards. You know, there's no water on that hole. It would find it. It would find it. it would like ding, shoot off like 60, 70 yards off to the side and land in bloop in water. It would be ob somewhere's. Yeah, obey. Then Phil made his shot over. He made it over the over the tree and flopped like right on the green, and he jammed yeah. home his par putt. Hit, that had some steam on it. That you know, that's what we always love about Phil. You know. Yeah, he's exciting to watch. I, he, he's cre- He's about the most creative golfer out there. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like I don't really like. I was. I was met a guy on the course last week, and we were talking about Phil, and um, you know, he was real. He he wants to see him win again. Of course, I want to see him win again too. But like. I was more indifferent to it. I'm like, you know, if he wins, he doesn't win. Like, I don't care. He's just like a really entertaining guy to watch. And like, he hits all those shots. Those because he gets himself in all these situations that actually like normal golfers get themselves into. Except that he's got the skill and like knowledge to actually get out of them cleanly, and we don't. But every time like I'm in the woods and I'm like, I should punch out to the side here because that's the smart move. And I'm like, but Phil Mickelson curved it around like two trees and hit it through a little tiny like hole in the foliage that big. So I should try that. And of course, it you know it never works. I just hit it into another tree and just farther and farther into the woods, like Red Riding Hood. Yeah, yeah. I actually, when I the one hole I played today, I hit my drive, went into the trees, 
and I had a little tiny window where I could have stung it through there, but I, I played it safe. The stinger, Dan. I know. The stinger. <laughs> that, that'll be coming back soon. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of stinger, uh, the the topic that we're going to talk about today is our our top favorite five shots that we like to do. Is it what we like to do? Or we like to watch other golfers do. That's the question. I have two. I actually have two lists of five shots, and one is the sh- list of five shots that I like to do, and the other one is a list of shots that I like to see other people do, but I don't like to actually be in that situation. Holy shit! You're much more prepared than I am. Yeah, my battery's not as low as yours. That's the espresso <laughs> talking. I literally drank the espresso, waited ten minutes, like felt my brain capillaries start like pulsing. I was like, all right, I've got ten solid minutes of thinking I can do, <laughs> and I quickly like my hand was like shaking from the caffeine high. I was like. My notes are very jittery. It looks like a spider wrote them. Yeah. Before well, I crash in 10 minutes. You might be carrying this one today. So <laughs> it's a team effort, Tim. It's a team effort. That's right. A TM. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm the old guy here. So sometimes you got to pick up my slack. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to do your first, your favorite top shot first? Or oh, do you wanna... Which which list do you want from though? Oh. The list of the one I know. Let, We're brothers, so I'm gonna. I know you're suffering right now, so it's that's when I should torture you a little bit. Well, <laughs> why don't we alternate? Like we'll say okay. like our top five favorite shot, and your your pros top five favorite shot, and then we'll just work our way down the list. Okay. And I, I, will, I guess that's I, all right. I will. Well, <laughs> it's gonna be all right tonight. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it is. Oh, uh, you're you're about to fall right over, Dan. No, man. Like I went out. Like drinking with friends yesterday, Ruh-roh. and then I went out and did all this golfing today. I'm like, you know, I'm 47 years old. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I just got a reminder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, it's all just prep for when we get together and play our our marathon golf weekend again. Oh man, yeah, I gotta. I took my break this week. Next week, I might try and get back and play again. I got to rest up, make sure my arm is in good shape for this golf weekend we have. So I can dominate. You will dominate. I'm going to have zero. I'm going to have zero fun. I'm just going to be concentrating on, on total domination. Well, that's the whole point of us being there too, is to throw you off your game. Throw me off. Yeah, I know you guys will. I just get you crying, laughing, get the quiet laughs and that'll be it. The quiet laughs. Yeah. Where I'm going to look like I'm having a seizure. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so what's your number five? No. Number five. Number is- five. I didn't know that I was supposed to rank them, so I wrote them down with dash marks. So we're not, not- doing in any particular order here. We're not ranking. No, no. We're just- I think I, I think I, I think I think I know the natural order of, of the shots for me. And my number five is going to be uh, a long iron approach shot on par fives for the eagle. So that's my, I like, I like being Must like, be nice. I love, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> the power, some, Dan. Uh, some of us dream of things like that. I love, I love like smashing, smashing the drive is, is fun, of course. But like when you're like, I like, you know how I love to hit my irons. Yeah. So there's nothing, there's no club that feels better than hitting like a good iron. So when I'm like, I'm like out there and I'm like the very like end of my range, like that I know like it's feasible for me to hit it. And then I'm like, if I hit this just right, I'll get there. And like pulling it off is like, because the irons feel so good to hit, but then pulling it off is like the best feeling to me, but it doesn't happen very often. Now, side note real quick, like 
is it the shots that you've chosen? Is it because of the risk reward opportunity for it? Now, I, well, I'm coming up like now, now that you asked that, it's, it's interesting you asked that because I wasn't thinking along those lines when I was doing it. But now that I'm actually looking at my list, yeah, there's like a strong risk reward element to it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to list putting as one of my top five shots. No. Not to brag that I'm like, Here we the go. worst putter, you know, the best putter ever. Here we go. Out of my game right now. Why don't you brag explain, brag explain it to me, Dan? I understand my game, <laughs> and I understand my putter is the best part of my game, and everything else mm -hmm. is kind of sucks right now. So I just throw that out there. So we're going to get back to you. What's your – your number five shot that you like a pro to hit but you don't like to hit oh number five oh jesus that's gonna be a tough one um i like seeing like uh the like side spin wedges like when it, when a pro takes a like a wedge into a green and actually gets like side spin on it because i have no idea how to do that so like it's interesting to see like to them it seems kind of mundane or they like they'll hit it and it'll have like a, a bit of like release with side spin but like I can backspin a ball and I can sometimes release a ball when it's, uh, I feel really good, but I can never get side spin on a ball. So that's why I don't like to be in a position where I'm supposed to do it because I can't do it, but I like to see someone else pull it off. It's like a, a good finesse shot. Have you ever tried it? Oh, fuck yeah. I tried it so many times. Did it sideways? It didn't spin though? I usually like, I'll usually thin it or something or, or chunk it or like, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll get like a 10 foot long divot and the ball will probably go like, like four or five feet. You so suck. whenever I try and get fancy with my wedge shots, like it, it's always incredibly, it's like terrible, like the most terrible shot I hit. And it's like, those are the, the most punishing shots because you're just like, I don't know, you're so close to the green. That like, it's like, you, so you say so like you, you flub a wedge. Like you're still a wedge away from the green. Like you're, it's always the same. Like whereas if I flub like a five iron from out way out, I'm be closer to the green. Like I'll have a different shot. But when I'm a wedge and I like fuck up a wedge, like I always yeah. still have another wedge. So it's just like I'm already. I have no confidence in it now. I have to keep hitting this club. I have less and less like diminishing confidence in over and over again. It's like version of hell. All right, it's so we went out of order a little bit. I thought we were gonna alternate. Um, oh. That was yeah, my that was, fault. That's you. That's that you. Was my, that was all on me. So <laughs> now the spotlight is on me. So I have to talk about huh? my number five favorite shot. Yeah. And it just happens. I just figured it out today. Okay. I, I bust out that five wood and I discovered <laughs> I can pretty hit hit a pretty man, pretty uh damn good five wood stinger. Oh that'll, yeah. That'll go okay. about maybe 20 yards in the air and then it'll just hit the ground and it'll just roll forever was that like is that an intentional shot or is that uh unintentional it, well it's unintentional i would like it to fly i would like to get the more apex out of it <laughs> i make solid contact but it's just like a line drive right now mm -hmm. i just haven't figured out that club yet but mm -hmm. i hit two shots like that today where it's like i just stung it and it like probably roll close to 200 yards mm -hmm. like you know and gave me a really nice approach shot to the green. Then, mm -hmm. you know, it's the stinger, the stinger, the stinger. And, and the fact it was like today was just like one of those things like, I'm just going to try these new clubs. Because what mm -hmm. do I have to lose? So, yeah, that's that's my number five shot that I like now, the, the five with stinger. And I think it's mm -hmm. for us, for those people that can't hit a long iron for the eagle chance <laughs> on a par five. 
people can't do that but the five wood <laughs> the five wood stinger will be like my plo- my uh, my closest attempt mm-hmm. to to pull off such a feat mm-hmm. um i like it the top five shot that i like to see an under golfer pull off that yeah. i can't well it's pretty much all of them <laughs> um I think I had to say like the the chips they do from like seventy yards out where they get so much backspin on them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't know the technique behind it, but it's like the shot that I envy so much. It's like I hit a couple chips today, and the they just like they hit the green and they just keep going. Like I, I had begging, some, begging chips pretty much. I had, I, had, I had two where it landed on the green today and it just rolled right past and one like rolled right into a bunch of front of, you know, trees and stuff. So <laughs> yay me. Yeah. <laughs> you hit it and you're like, please, please stop. Yeah. Please. And it's like, I was hitting up a hill, so I couldn't even see the green. I heard it land on the green, but I knew like, you know, you can tell when it's like, um, it's, it's not going to stop. She, she gone. It's like the the you know Austin Powers on the steamroller from you know <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man. So Mid-feeling. yeah, that, you did you do your number four shot? Yet? I did not. All right. Well, let's now we can go back in order now. All right, now, we're I'm back. Toss, I'm tossing it and, back to you, and we're back. <laughs> number four. All right, my number four will be like uh, the driver when I hit it with like just that baby draw. That's like my favorite drives. Sometimes I'll hit a driver that has like, like a ton of loft, but the driver that I hit last week um, on the 18th at Innisgrown, I, I I hit it on. I I, I uh, reached the green with my drive on the last par four. And it had just that, that like baby fate, that baby draw. I mean, coming back in. So that's like yeah. one of my favorite drivers to hit because it's very, it's like a very close relative to my to the snap hook that I hit off the tee that I get stuck doing. But it, it's like it's the good version of it. It's like the it's like the Doctor Jekyll version, not the Mister Hyde version of of the draw that I sometimes get. <laughs> and Mister Hyde is is like the snap hook that's like a boomerang. Can you ever predict which one's going to happen? I'm getting better at it. Uh, I think mostly, I think mostly what it comes down to like, like concentrating on my grip and my stance, like to make sure that my, my, my weight's even over my feet and that I don't have too strong a grip, but it's like when I come with a real strong grip and my weight's uneven on my feet, that the Mr. Hyde comes out. (laughs) (laughs) And then he hides your ball because you're never, yeah, Mr. (laughs) Hides my ball in usually someone's backyard. (laughs) <laughs> or it could be like the one course we play where it ends up in a cow pasture in a cow pasture i like that one <laughs> i hope i didn't any cows i'd feel really actually really genuinely terrible gonna kill a cow with a golf ball i don't think you could kill one but you could upset it i mean it wouldn't know what, it wouldn't know why you did that you just <laughs> <laughs> the ball came and hit it and i think cows are kind of like innocent like why why'd you do it why did you? Why did you do it? Why, man? Why did you why? do that, man? <laughs> why? <laughs> oh man. Well, so what's your top four shot that you'd like a pro to do that you can't necessarily? Uh, do? cut irons. Like hit a cut iron. I can never. I can never. Like, it's difficult for me to get a ball to cut. 
so it's like I'll try it and like maybe like two, like two out of two out of eleven times I'll actually get I'll get it to work. I can't I can't I can get it to I can get it to bend left easy enough. I get I get I get draw I can draw it however much I'd like to, but I can't make it go the other way. Whenever I hear cut all I can think of is Tiger Woods when he's like explaining shots like I I, I hit a small cut and. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I, I, hit, I had a, I had about you know, one eighty five to yard. I hit a baby cut, um, around some trees, and <laughs> <laughs> that's when I like I don't, I don't maybe I don't pay enough attention to like, I feel like when you listen to Tiger, you listen to Phil, like they explain a lot of the process, and I don't know if there's a lot of other golfers out there besides our our boy. Hey yo! Uh, I wish you. Hey yo! Hey yo! <laughs> I wish you'd explain less. <laughs> yeah, but other than him, like you don't see a lot of golfers. Like maybe I need to watch more YouTube videos or something. But you know, it's like you watch like Dustin Johnson. He's like, huh. just. <laughs> I watch Dustin Johnson. I like instantly fall asleep when I have trouble sleeping at night. I just flip on Dustin Johnson. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. You know, Jeez. yeah, hit some <laughs> hit some good golf shots today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here and someone say hit a good golf shot today. I want to like strangle myself. Self right. asphyxiate. <laughs> Number four. It's Wait, on, is it you? Yeah, it's on it's me. You, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Well, I'm just I'm keeping, trying you, to I'm keep keeping you straight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one that said number four, so yeah, I'm, I'm self checking here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my number four favorite shot I like to hit. Um, honestly, it would be a straight drive. I, I don't know. Straight drive. <laughs> I drive All right, that, Dan I, is easy to please. Yes. A drive that remains in play. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. That makes my life a whole lot easier for the rest of the whole. Yes, it does. Because um, I just, I'm pretty sure most of my problem now is mental. Because like, how can I go out Welcome on the range and, and do well and hit good drives on the range? But then yeah, literally, it doesn't matter on the range. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing like technically. I know I'm not doing anything different, but like mentally, I'm yeah. just like, wait a minute, Dan. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You wait, sure? Yeah, wait. You sure? You, you will fail. You yeah. will fail. <laughs> it's like I get to hear my swing, and I you fail. You will fail. miss it. Like I'm doing this today. There's like a little devil's advocate. Are you sure yeah. when I do that? I need like a Tim's advocate. Yeah. So how how come when you get to here, it's never someone in like uh, like on your shoulder like you can do it. You're doing yeah. great. You're all right. You're gonna make this. It's never. It's the other. It's always the other way. <laughs> you cannot succeed. You need like a Bob Ross. Like it's looking really pretty. Right <laughs> That's a pretty little swing. Pretty little swing. It's nice. Uh, I'm gonna draw some trees, but we're not gonna hit into them. Um, my number four shot that I I like to see golfers pull off. I'm literally doing this on the fly because I didn't realize we had two. Impressive. Mm. This is what happens when we don't don't prepare. You don't prepare. (laughs) You prepare to fail. (laughs) I'm a poor preparer. Yeah, you are a poor. (laughs) Oh, my number four shot that I like to see a pro golfer pull off that I can't pull off. Um, blah blah blah. Uh, uh, I already mentioned it. 
the chipping's like my biggest thing. But uh, mm-hmm. being being with a like you talked about cuts, like being able to shape like a, I think it's easier to shape like you know, you know, shorter irons and things like that. But people that be able to like shape like drivers and stuff like that. Yeah, if that makes any sense, like they can, they can hit you know, fade or like you said, you like your baby draw. Yeah, but like people that can like literally like change a draw to a a, a fade or you know a cut like with their driver and hitting full swing, mm-hmm. and being able to get it to go place it in certain points of the course. Um, like I said, maybe just me being a poor golfer. I'm just lucky when it's in play, but I don't like, I typically try to play for the middle of the fairway for the most part, but like, I don't like say like, well, there's a trap there on the left. So I want to get it like 10 yards <laughs> right of this trap because I don't have a perfect line mm-hmm. for the approach shot. Like just that kind of precision with the drivers. <laughs> Come on, baby. Just hit the ball. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they do that with such a, you know, when they're swinging full swing. I don't know if that's, you change your grip a little bit or you change your, your stance, like, I guess. But... Yeah. You're supposed to like change your stance. Um, I don't know if you're, how much your grip you're supposed to change, but you're definitely supposed to change your stance. Yeah. So I think it's just like, I don't know. These guys have hit so many balls. It's just kind of like muscle memory. I'm not sure if they like conscientiously think a lot about what they're doing. They just think they just know what they want to do. And they say, body, go do that. And their body does it. Yeah. All right. Tossing it to you, number three. Number three. Number three. Uh, uh, I like hitting my nine through seven approach shots with iron. You know, I, like I said, I love hit my irons. So number am, three is like when I'm when I'm like on a par four, and like I, I I'm between the nine and the seven. So like I, I'm, my pitching wedge is always like it's, it's like it's like dead on. It's always like I've never had a problem with pitching wedge, but nine through seven like they're generally like very, very reliable, but sometimes they're not. So there's that risk reward thing going on again. And I just like to like, just like kind of like leave them out there. Cause I get, I get like a lot of loft on them. So, but it's like, it's kind of like a, like a power pitching wedge in my mind. Like when I'm hitting a nine through seven, like I, I get the same like loft as I get on my pitching wedge, but I'm like hitting it a lot further. So I just like watching it kind of float in towards the green slowly, like slowly descending down onto the green from above. Like it's a, like it's a beautiful eagle landing, like swirling a, down, and then landing softly like, on the green. Like it's landing on a pillow. Yeah, exactly. It just bounces and stops and does side spin. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do that. <laughs> you and your side spin. My side spin. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. That's your mission. That's my mission, yeah. It will happen. So what's your, your top three shot that you can't do well that a pro golfer can uh i can i can do this one sometimes sometimes i have a good success with this and sometimes i don't but like the real tight like sand lies like so they're on green side bunkers and they have like a real real tight lie where they're like they're like their feet are out of the trap or like they're right at the lip of the trap and they're like you have to like concentrate on just hitting the ball like, you can't think about the surroundings and like your brain like wants to focus on like the bad stuff and like you know how you're, you're like right next to the grass and it's gonna be very difficult to make good contact but when they just like able to dial it in and like concentrate and hit like it's just a great shot out of that position i don't do that actually i'm gonna be honest i don't think i do that ever i can i get a decent shot out of the bunker but not like on tight lies i just kind of look at them like fuck it i'm just gonna swing like as hard as i can yeah i mean surprisingly like 
I don't I don't have a lot of precision out of the bunker, but I think I've at least got a a fail safe to where I can hit it out and then it's not gonna come screaming out of there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it gets I like bunkers because you can swing hard at them. Yeah. Well the don't thing I don't like about bunkers this time of gears are either <laughs> they're they're I'm solid concrete. Yeah, they're concrete or they're like just like, <laughs> you know, it's mini lakes. I like hit it and it's like in this those old like like cartoons where they like hit it and then like their whole body just starts vibrating <laughs> up through their arms. <laughs> yeah, I and then my shoes fly off. <laughs> I do not like traps like that this time of year. No. Summertime no, is a whole different story. Yeah. The one the one course by us in Iscrone that, that was their big improvement they're making this year is that they're 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 putting it's a great Innisfree is like a beautifully designed course, but it's like it, it's municipal now, and they don't take any care of it. And the, the big improvement is is that they're going to put sand in the sand traps this year. I was like, what a novel idea! <laughs> sand in the sand trap because usually was, it's just like a it's just like a pond full of mud. It's like they're <laughs> becoming like water hazards, so it's just like muddy ponds. Do you play out of the muddy ponds though? No, do not play out of the muddy ponds. That's that's a free relief right there, right? I, I listen if they can like complain about obstruction and line of sight and stuff like that then i can take it out of a muddy pond it's supposed to be a sand trap well it could be ca- is it casual water if you've got looks a puddle pretty, on it the- looks pretty casual yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looks very relaxed <laughs> um we're going to me now number three number mm-hmm. three uh, uh i think my third favorite shot that i like is Kind of like what you said, but um, you ripping me off. No, I'm not gonna say seven, eight, nine. I like, I like it when I five, six, seven. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I was take, gonna say you're, you're seven, exact seven, eight, and six. <laughs> just rearrange it a little bit. <laughs> rearrange it, stir it up. Stir. <laughs> It'll taste the same, but yeah. It sounded different. <laughs> now, like the one thing that I'm really like trying to get better at is with this 60 degree wedge. Uh, yeah. um, and I had like two shots today where I, I hit it good and it it landed on the green and, you know, it didn't a couple of times it rolled to the fringe. But it was like I told you before, like the problem I've been having is like all my approach shots were either going right or left of the green. Mm-hmm. And then I would set myself up for some horrible chipping. Um, so the fact that I played this time and I was able to get a little bit more greens and regulation, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. um, that that made made me made me a happy person. Happy, it made me yeah. happy. <laughs> I felt joy for the first time in years. Yeah, <laughs> and then I then when I messed those up and I had to chip again. That made me a sad partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I had one chip where it was like, literally it was like, I was like standing down on it, going down a hill and I had to chip it over a cart path onto the green and I got all of it. And it just, I'm picturing it right now. I can, uh, I can see it. I can see it as you're describing it. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it screamed across the green yeah. and rolled down the hill. But yeah, like I think that's my third favorite shot. When, that's what I get a lot of satisfaction out of when mm-hmm. I can pull one of those off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
third favorite shot that I like to see a pro hit. Um, I was, I love it when I when pros get in like in trouble shots, whether they hit it into the crowd mm-hmm. or they hit it in front of a tree, and it's like a shot that would like intimidate like. And we're lucky we just want to tap it out, you know, lay it up or whatever. And they mm-hmm. managed to take that kind of shot and land it on the green. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It just it just shows like, you know, they're on such a different level than what a casual golfer is. Like there's sometimes where it's like you get lucky and you'll hit a good shot. But like times like that where you're really tested, mm-hmm. that that's when you see the skill come out. And it's just to go to go for it. Uh, you punch out. So it depends on how bad I'm having. Like, if I'm having a good round, then I'll tend to play it safe. But if I'm already doing bad, then it's like, oh, all bets are off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just close your eyes and swing. Yeah, it's just an effort approach at that point. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's what I like to see when the, when the the adversity gets the most when the skills really shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. All right. Number one. No. <laughs> we did, we did. I thought we just got oh, Ah, so many. Oh, why? That was be top five. You turned it into a why top ten. so many? I know. It's now it's like, yeah. Yeah. But I was prepared, so. I, have, I actually have ten. You could have told me you were doing this at least. Well, I was thinking about it, and I was like, this is our poor communication. This is underscoring another element of, of poorness that we have. So our poor communication is that I read in, I read it, and I thought to myself at first, I wrote the first five lists, and I was like, well, maybe he doesn't mean the shots that I like to Maybe he means the shots that I like to see. But instead of actually asking you if that's what you meant, I just assumed that you meant both, and I made a double list. You ever, hear, you ever hear the mess. words pre-production? Pre- no. That's a very important process in the whole production oh. process where you actually plan everything out and you get everything set up. So when you got time to shoot, you know exactly what you need to get. Don't give me, don't so, give me your technical mumbo jumbo. I'm just saying we need a little pre-production <laughs> in our lives. Yeah. All right. I got my for me and it's anything over trees. I love hitting the ball over trees because I feel like uh, there's the risk reward element. And I feel like I'm get I feel like I'm I'm getting away with something. Like I found a cheat code. Like you know, like in, in Mario Kart, where you're on Rainbow Road and you can jump off the side of the bridge at one point <laughs> and cut half the course off. That's what I feel like I'm doing when I'm hitting over the trees. So if there's ever I love dog legs because like ever every time I see like a tree, it's like, Tim, you should hit the ball over those trees. I think it goes all the way back to Green Green Tree. I don't know if you remember Green Tree Golf Course. But Barely. the very first hole the very first hole is is a is like a ninety degree dog leg right. And uh, you can reach the green if you like, if you can really hit the hell out of a ball and go over the trees, you can reach the green. And I remember like going there with pop up and seeing like, ah, I can't remember the guy's name, but everybody know him. Take out a, take out a three iron and pop it over those trees onto the green. And I was like, damn, that's cool. <laughs> and ever, ever since I saw that, I've been obsessed with the idea of, of always going over trees whenever I can. So whenever I see like a long par five, or like any 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 anything anything that's gonna like I have the option of not hitting over the trees. I'm never gonna take it. I'm always gonna try and hit over the trees. And what's your success rate with that? My cheat code. My success rate is uh, it's gotten better. It's pretty good. I am not very good not about terrible. hitting over trees. <laughs> it's kind of like what we talked about earlier, like that 
the shiny little pole in front of the green. It's like, <laughs> I probably had the ability to head over that tree, uh-huh. but the fact that it's there, it's like it's just it's just gonna happen. Get the solid clock sound. Yeah, there's once in a while where like, I'll clock it like dead on the trunk, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you sound it echoes through the whole course. Yeah, bitch, <laughs> take that tree. <laughs> Most of the time when I try that, it's just like it'll be going and it'll clip like the one last branch. That <laughs> a little sad little that sad little rustle and you see your ball just kind of yeah, pop I'm offline. Like, yeah. Dreams uh, don't come true. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I thought we could do it. Yeah. All right. Number two for pro. I like seeing them hit like clean irons at it, like really heavy rough. Like, you know, like the kind of rough you see at like links courses, like Sanders, where it's just like crazy thick rough and they just like swing as hard as they can. Like I do that too. I just swing as hard as I can, but usually it just like pops out. I'm happy if the ball pops out, but then you see them like the ball actually come like sailing out of the, out of the rough. I love watching that. Well, I mean, when it, I mean, they like really hack in there. It's like they're trying to dig a hole. Yeah, they're swinging hard. They, that's like, you know, they're, they're pretty swing. Forget the, all the, like, the pretty finesse swings. It's like they're just going in there and swinging like the power swing as hard as they can. Yeah. Well, you should have the power to do that. Yeah, but I don't, like, when I do it, like, I get too excited. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, I get to swing as hard as I can. I can justify it this time. No one's going to say, like, oh, you're just swinging hard. Uh, yeah, so I get too excited and I don't look at the ball, which you're supposed to do, I'm told, when you're swinging a golf club. Generally, that's the rule of thumb. Yeah, so it's helpful to look at it, but I just like, oh. <laughs> I, I hit it and I spin around like three times. <laughs> and the ball like 30 feet in front of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've tried those shots before. Mm-hmm. And it's like literally, if there's times where it'll go 20 yards. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't like I'm swinging as hard as I can. I don't, I don't know. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Grass is deceptively strong. It is. No. You wouldn't think. No, you'd think like I'm swinging a metal club real fast. There's no way this grass is going to slow it down, but it does. Like yeah, it doesn't even try. It doesn't even try hard. I look down, I'm expecting like, like a meteor came through the atmosphere and like dug, <laughs> A huge furrow in the ground. That's what I'm expecting to look at. But it looks like I haven't even done anything. It's like three blades of grass, of the long grass have flown off. Like, what's this stuff made out of? It's like made out of Teflon or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's Kevlar grass. It's like a bunch of tiny hands, like, give me, give me. (laughs) It's crap. (laughs) It's really just, it's actually really disturbing to think about, Dan. (laughs) It's fucking sick. (laughs) Oh. Give you a whole new visual to think about when you're in the yeah. rough now. All the rough, little groping, hands down grope, there. groping at me with little tiny hands. Yeah, just don't stick your own hand in there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> oh my gosh. You <laughs> Be careful where you uh, decide to relieve yourself at. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing to say about that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness! Moving swiftly on. <laughs> Onward. Onward. We can skip to number one for you. <laughs> We're gonna cheat now. Yeah, yeah. I just oh. told you how much I loved feeling I cheated the course. 
Why not cheat the podcast? <laughs> that's my num- that's my number two favorite shot when I completely skip over the point and move to the next one. That's right. Yeah. Wonderful. No, I will say my number two favorite shot is um gosh, so many shots to choose from. So, so many weapons in my bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like an artist. <laughs> um I'd say my my second favorite shot is uh I'm gonna say my second Riveting. favorite shot is when I get a, into a trap and I get a nice soft shot out of the trap onto the green. Mm. Um just because for the fact that like I don't it's okay, I guess. It's not what <laughs> bro, give me a little credit here. Bruh. All right, that's a good one. I think I think I'll say that's my second favorite shot is because it's it's not a shot that you get to practice a lot. It's not like no. you have sand that you could just constantly hit out of. So it's like mm-hmm. I barely ever hit out of traps. Brigantine. Yeah. Let's bring your sandwich to the beach. That's what I need to do. Just hit up and down the beach all day. <laughs> Hitting sand in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'll say that's my second favorite shot just because of the limited opportunities that I get to mm. to actually practice. And when I pull it off, like, again, a nice little soft shot on the green. It's a little bit of, like, a little bit of confidence booster. Because mm-hmm. I don't really don't know what's going to happen in a trap sometimes. One does. <laughs> <laughs> they call it a hazard for a reason. Yeah. Um. I think my second favorite shot that I like to see a professional golfer pull off um, is a really good long putt um, that, you know, not a straight on putt. It's like they, they, they curve it around the curvature of the green. Don't say it. Honey, that's <laughs> better than most. Better than most. No, I didn't say that. I said you got me there's, to say it, damn it. <laughs> there's much more examples of that than just ruined it for me. That just might be the most mentioned one. Yeah, I know. Well, they've they've ruined it for me. The the commercial element in, in the golfing world. I've heard it like seventy five <laughs> times in the last in the last month and a half. Yeah, you know it's bad when Dustin Johnson said something about it. I was like, Dustin Johnson just said something interesting, and it was he's tired of the better than most being on TV. What did he say? It's like, oh wait a minute, you, you didn't see it now. You'll catch it in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Did, did Justin Johnson just make a joke? Oh, we got a comedian <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It shocked it shocked me so much. It shocked me out of my instant nap that I usually have when I'm listening to him talk. I think we just need to see him with like a couple beers and I'm just a little buzz. I bet you know, I, I can't tell if it's like if it's like he he just like keeps the mellow thing so that like he doesn't give like the the media any ammunition to shoot him down with since he's had like a bit of like a reputation in the past. Where if he's just like, he doesn't like being on camera and, you know, and he just like, kind of like, you know, I think a lot of people like, you know, they're great athletes and everything, but they're not really like, that doesn't necessarily mean they're excited to talk on TV. That probably makes them all nervous. Yeah. But like his wife likes to be on camera. I don't know if you follow on Instagram, but she's always posting Instagram stories at M party and all kinds of stuff. So. And you you know him, how up see, I am on social media. You see DJ in the background dancing away, living it up. Uh-huh. Like, oh, there Uh-oh. he is. I see. He you. likes to party. Yeah. I, I, somewhere, like that's what that's the, that's the thing that's so like the, it clashes so much with him is that he can be so boring in interviews, 
and yet have such a reputation for being a party animal. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't understand it. I want him to go under like an MRI, like an fMRI machine and like scan his brain while he's talking <laughs> and see if there's like a secret hidden part of his brain that's like screaming to be interesting. It's just a switch. Yeah, it's, it's, maybe it is. It. It's a switch and he turns it and he flips that switch with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it instantly triggers it. He instantly triggers it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're down to number one. We are? Okay, number one. Mm-hmm. You already know what my number one is. That's Stinger. <laughs> There's no more fun shot to hit than the Stinger. And it's because like you only have to hit it when you're in a real shitty situation. Like you're in, you're you're underneath some trees or something. Like you've got to hit like a real low. You got to smoke one real low because it, it combines all the elements. Like you have to have control over it. You have to hit the ball. You hit the ball really hard. You know, you're closing, you're, you're like, you're like angling down the face of your club. So you're like, uh, sometimes I'll hit a stinger with like a three iron. And like at the time of the balls getting hit, it's probably like a zero degree, like club because the club face is so close almost. Uh, but it's also like hitting like a slap shot a little bit in hockey. So like I grew up <laughs> playing like so much hockey that like the stinger is like the closest thing to me to hitting like a slap shot. But I love, I love like executing a good stinger. Cause like, you're like, you're usually real far away from the green. You're underneath, you're in the trees. Like you got limited chance to get out, but if you really cook one, you'll get there. So that's why like, you know, it's the whole, you can tell now, like I have a really strong taste for risk on the golf course. Like I'm always going to go for it because I don't know. I saw I you. Seem to have I, think to. I like to live dangerously. We played in Winchester. I think yeah. you pulled off that stinger shot. I did. It, I bet it was a great stinger. It was yeah. Well, it was off to the rough to the left, and I couldn't find it because I thought I didn't hit it that well. And that was like ooh, we were probably like 220 yards away. Yeah. And like uh, yeah, I was under a tree, and it was off the drive. And uh, yeah, it was the tenth hole, I think. And yeah, I hit the stinger. I hit the stinger. I, I really I stung that stinger. Yeah. And then I dropped up there, and then I found the ball after we finished the hole. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna count it because I've seen the pros drop it all over the place. Like I don't have someone to go look for every one of every ball I hit. I think we should automatically get like a free drop if we can't find our ball. That's my rule. If you hit a That's good shot, rule? if if you hit yeah. a good shot and it's in play, it's one thing if it goes out of bounds. But if you hit it straight down the fairway and you drive around and look for it and look for it, I think that constitutes a free drop. Yeah, doesn't it just make you angry? Like when you really connect with the ball and you know it's out there, but it's just a little white ball on a big green field. Well, you see how poor my ball spotting skills are. Oh, yeah, you're the worst. Imagine how (laughs) frustrated I get. You have like, yeah, actually, I never thought, I never looked at it from your perspective, but uh, you and I are like, you and I are like polar opposites when it comes to ball spotting. Like I I think I have like an innate ability to see that, to see like the ball no matter what, but you, you have the opposite. (laughs) <laughs> Dan, you just drove over your ball. Like Damn, the ball block. is right there. Yeah, like you don't want to see it. I think because for one thing, like I play so much in the late afternoon, the evening, so it's like most of the time the sun's in my face. Oh, uh, right. Good excuse. Yeah. I'm gonna roll with that. <laughs> the sun was in my eyes. And then you know when the sun shines on the fairway, ball. like all the leaves and stuff are in the fairway, they reflect like white. So I was like, yeah. she has white spots everywhere. <laughs> So it's not like it's not that you don't see a ball; it's that everything you look at is a ball. Pretty much, <laughs> I can see. It's I can see the problem there. Illusions. Yeah, 
like I'm in the Sahara Desert, and it's like you see water, and then you go up there, there's no water. Don't fall. Water. 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 All right. My number one favorite shot I love to do is recovering from a really bad drive with a really nice iron shot that Uh lands close to the green because there's nothing more like uplifting to me than to like, you know, you hit a drive bad and you're just like, shit, you're just like going up, you know, it's like, I just instantly puts me like in a aggressive, like negative mood. Yeah. And then when I, yeah. But it's like when you hit a good shot, like, and get it out of trouble and get it close to the green, it's like, it like reverses all that. Like, it just puts a smile on my face. Like, so you're like bipolar, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. All it takes is one good swing of like an eight iron. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it'll be okay now. Yeah. <laughs> I will live to see another hole. I mean, Grant, I might ruin that with a poor chip but yeah but that's for the future yeah but it's like (laughs) at that moment it's like the world is safe for that moment (laughs) and i'm gonna say it but my number one favorite shot that i like to see a pro do that i can't do is a hole in one because i have not oh never say never you never know though that's the thing with hole in ones like you never know yeah then you get people like justin thomas like yeah that's like my 10th hole in one yeah well i guess if you hit if you hit like you know over a million golf balls you're probably going to hit more hole in ones but until it's i get to happen. that until i you know pop that cherry and, and officially become get an ace in my history mm-hmm. then that'll be the number one shot that i see a pro hit that i'm like jealous i wish i could hit do you ever like Whenever I step up to any par three, that's like the first thing. That's the thing I'm always thinking about. And I'm trying to get myself to stop thinking about is hitting the hitting a home one. And like, I know it's like, it's because it's like the most ridiculous outcome. I should just concentrate on like relaxing and swinging the club and doing that. But I'm always just thinking about the home one, even though like, it's like every time I step up there, Oh, I have to hit a home one on this one. Like, Oh, okay. No, I don't even have that mindset yet. No, (laughs) I I don't like, I wish I did. I wish I didn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm not to that point yet where it's like I can really like aim for that pin right there. I'm more like just get it <laughs> on the green and give myself a nice opportunity to, for a nice putt. But maybe if I take if I get close once or twice, then it'll be like it's gonna be all over for you. <laughs> then it'll be like for me. Yeah, I've 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 had them like you know where you've left it like maybe like a foot or less from the hole. And now, like, you're just always thinking to yourself, like, all right, I got to go for the, I got to go for it. And, like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to, like, pay attention to you now. Whenever we play a part three, I want to see. You're going to see me staring at the pin. I'm going to be staring at the pin, like. You've got like a hole me, in one, right? Like, it owes me money. No, I've never gotten a hole in one. That's like the closest I've ever gotten. I've gotten, a, I've gotten, a, I, I got an albatross on a part five, which to me. Is like a is like a hole in one, but it doesn't count as a hole in one. I mean, my but well yeah, Atlantic, Atlantic. Well, is Atlantic City Country Club? Yeah, I was like Atlantic City Country Club. And it was a par five, and I was I was about I was about like two hundred and thirty yards out, and I think I hit a I think I it was like slight uphill, which was maybe six hole, and I hit a I hit a four iron, and like I got up there and I thought it was lost, so I I dropped one and I was and I pitched I, like I dropped one up there and chipped up to the green, and I found my ball in the hole. I was like, oh. 
Yes. I didn't even get to properly celebrate it when I hit it because I didn't know it went in. Yep. The albatross is like the hole in one's branch has its stepchild, though. It's like it never it doesn't it'll, count. It'll never it took more than one. You know. No, it took more than one. It doesn't count. You can't say, well, I've gotten an albatross in my life, and people will be like, Yeah, cool. Yeah. But but at the same time, like the guy I was playing with the other weekend, he he hit a hole in one on one hole at Innisgrown that's uh, maybe sixty seven yards long, seventy yards long. It's basically a pitch shot. He's like, I got my hole in one here, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it technically counts, and it is a hole in one. And, and now I can say you have a hole in one, and I don't. Like, God damn it, I hit that albatross though. So, yeah, no one cares about the albatross. It doesn't really matter. How close have you gotten to hit a hole in one at that hole? Never. I've never oh. even remotely close because that's one of the holes. It's like my boogeyman hole. So it's 70 <laughs> yards. Yeah, it's a boogeyman <laughs> hole. Boogeyman! It's 70 yards and it's it's about it's downhill and it's about like uh, maybe 60 feet downhill. 70 feet downhill. So it's like significantly downhill. And I've got you know, I've got like no club in my bag for that. So like I'll hit, I'll try and hit the lightest lob wedge I can and it'll always fly like just over the green. I'll just see it go sailing. And on the other side of the green it, just at the end of the of the green is about a 10 foot drop straight down so you've got and then there's wood so i'll usually stop it somewhere because i've hit a lob wedge and it's got a backspin so it'll be sitting in like heavy rough and i'll have like a 10 foot shot right uphill like right in front of my face so i hate that hole so much it's, it's, <laughs> i think every course we play at with any consistency there's always that one boogeyman hole no oh, there's yeah there's always a boogeyman hole that's uh, for me it's always short holes yeah, well, to me, it's the uh, the tenth hole at um at Hanging Rock. It's a par five, but it's a dog leg that goes up. Probably the elevation changes like a hundred feet uphill the whole way up, mm-hmm. and it's like you got water on the right. But I mean, if you hit any kind of decent shot, you'll clear the water. But most of the time, I hit it to the trees on the <laughs> left, and then I'm just I'm not very good about hitting shots like where the elevation's not even too like that throws me off a little bit right now. So Uh, the fact that I had to, I'm hitting on an elevated fairway the entire time till you get all the way up to the hole. It just, it gets me every time. I never score on that hole. It's Mm -hmm. awful. Yeah. That holes, my boogeyman hole is like particularly like obnoxious because it's ranked as like the, I think the second easiest hole on the course. So that's like it really pisses me off because it's the second easiest hole in the course. Everyone's like, that hole's so easy. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So it never is never easy. And they're always like, oh, everyone I play with, I would play with a bunch of random people and they're like, oh, I love this next hole. This is like, because the hole right before it is actually like a more difficult hole that I like much better. But it's a much more difficult hole. And you get up there and like, oh, thank God we made it through that. We're at this part three. And I'm like, you only knew. Feeling new with anxiety just, I have right now. <laughs> the rage is brewing in you. <laughs> yeah, the rage. Yeah, exactly. Like my short fuse, my fuse is like a quarter inch long. Oh goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned some stuff about what I need to work on, and apparently, what's going on in your head with some of these shots. Yeah, I don't know if I should tell you any of this stuff. We're going to be playing against each other potentially. This is all ammunition you could use. <laughs> <laughs> try that um, side. Try that sideways spin, Tim. Like you, said, you, get spin, the- <laughs> you get it in there. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Look at this par three. You could definitely yeah. put it in the hole. Oh man, that looks so easy. That's like it's <laughs> like a half sandwich for you. Just drop it right in there. Just drop it right in. Yeah, you know. 
<laughs> oh goodness. Well, I think yeah. I think we made it through this podcast. Limp through it, but limp through. Maybe but energy. My energy bar is at zero now. I say is your one percent. Your, your espresso is spent. My yeah. My core systems are shutting down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna probably wet myself in a second. I can't. I can't. I can't control anything anymore. Losing control. The power is of critically all low. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think it's a good place to call it. Um yeah. I hope you enjoyed our rambling and learning something about what we like about golf and that's the, the most system low, malfunctioned. The, the most the most low energy outro to a podcast literally ever. <laughs> Thanks for coming. See you later. Bye. Yeah. Appreciate you. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. All right. <laughs> like Rick Moranis at three, like if they went to ludicrous speed and then he went ran through the uh the computer. Going to play. <laughs> we're okay. All right, we're all okay. <laughs> and then he just drops down, passes out. That's, that's what I feel like after after this weekend. <laughs> that's what you're gonna do right now. All right. Yep. Yeah, yeah yep. I'm gonna sign off. Uh, but like I said, if you uh, haven't followed us on Twitter yet, it's Poor Golf Podcast at Poor Golf Podcast on Twitter. And I'm probably going to do an Instagram page here when I get motivated. But we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, all your favorite podcasts. Please check us out. Make it worth us to keep struggling through this. And until next time, we will see you later. <laughs>